Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts. I'm here with my co-host, Wynne Morgan. Hi, Wynne. Hi, Kate. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. And today uh, we're joined by Marina Galan. Hi, Marina. Hi. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, I love having you. Thank you. So, Marina, I don't know if you've ever heard the show, but when we have a guest on, we don't do the typical intro and your history and the things that you're doing. We essentially just ask you what you would love for people to know about you right now. What I would love for people to know about me right now? That's an interesting question. <laughs> um, I don't know. I am a surrenderer to life more and more. That is what I am becoming more and more. I am a truster. I guess I I recognize more and more to what extent we all are, but I will speak for myself. I am an apprentice of life and of myself, both. I am a mother and a daughter and a sister. And I do my best to be a companion to people that want to understand themselves in life and life in themselves in a deeper way. Other than that, I do my best to listen to life and allow myself to be guided by it. And so, always inhabiting the unknown and having no idea of what's coming next and learning to be not only at peace with that, but thrilled about it. That's what came. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I would love to know something lately that you've found that 
you needed to surrender? Well, it seems that one way or another, all we need to surrender all the time is attachment. Attachment to anything, anyone, any situation, any preference, any belief, any certainty. Uh, because <laughs> the reason why I say that is because this year in my life has been deeply marked by loss in many different ways and shapes and forms. And uh, because it has been in many ways and shapes and forms, I have found that that I have found out that surrendering to what is is always letting go of attachment, letting go of what we thought we needed in order to to discover what we have. And uh, what we have was always there, but we could not see it because of what we had <laughs> and what we were attached to before. I hope that is making sense at, on some level. Um, but I'll, I'll give you an example to see if that helps. I lost my father earlier this year, at the beginning of the year. And uh, I was prepared for it because he was very old, but he was very strong and very fit and very present. And so you prepare yourself mentally because you know he's old and you know how much longer can he live. But at the same time, you're not prepared for it because what you see is so opposite to the idea of death. And um, so he passed away suddenly, like from one moment to the next. And a few, a few days before he passed, I had read in a book a sentence that had hit me really hard. And I did not know why. Now I do, but I did not know why then. <laughs> it said, Every time a bird dies, the air is changed forever. And so a few days after that, when my father died, I became very curious as to what had changed in the world with his passing. And I, I began to pay attention to what had been changed. And what I found was that my father's death had birthed a new silence into the world. But that silence was filled with his presence, and filled with love, and filled with gratitude. And in that silence, I have found and learned a new relationship with him, with the father that inhabits me and inhabits life even though he's not here anymore. And so that relationship was always there, that silence was always there. But I could not have noticed it before because he was there. 
because of his voice, of his presence, of his, of him, absolute in presence. And so every, every loss that I have experienced this year has somehow opened me up to discover what was already there, but I, I hadn't noticed. And everything I am finding opens up new possibilities for me in different ways of being in the world. And those relationships with, I don't know, I guess I will call it absence for lack of a better word. That relationship, those relationships with absence, they are so much deeper and so much richer than anything I could have found in presence. And so, yeah, we surrender what was there, whatever it was that we were attached to. But whatever we surrender, we exchange. It's not a loss, it's an exchange for something different, deeper, closer to truth and closer to essence. And discovering that, I don't know, surrendering, giving, surrender, discovering that surrendering or giving up something is not losing it, but it is an exchange. It is, it is always a better deal. You always get a better deal. And so there is an invitation to a deeper trust. And paradoxically, it brings you to a deeper presence. I hope my, my example brought some clarity into what I was trying to point to. Does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. I am now in the process of losing my mother. But it is being such an opposite experience because he is leaving so slowly. And I am watching her fade away. And I am being a witness to her death every single day. And that has given me the possibility of being a different kind of companion. And the conversations we are sharing. And uh, the time we are sharing, even in silence. This is not a good word for it, but the roles I am playing in caring for her, in trying to calm her down, trying to give her peace, in listening in bringing questions that are, or that can be meaningful for her in this moment that might help her gain insight in a way that will allow her to go through all this more gracefully with less suffering is being a true privilege. And so it is a 
completely different type of surrendering and giving up. As beautiful as the other one. And I constantly find myself overwhelmed by gratitude. Humbled by gratitude. But it is a constant surrendering, a constant giving up. A definite trusting, absolute trusting. Does that make sense? I have surrendered my business. I could say I have lost my business, but I have surrendered my business in order to be able to be present to this and other things that are happening. And that is a different kind of loss. And that has also allowed me to see so much of what was already there and I could not see because I was busy with the form. And all of that is encompassed by a careful attention to rhythm, a careful attempt at reading the moment and understanding what it asks of me. The moment, only the moment. What is this moment asking of me? And how can I respond to that request? It is interesting what happens when there is no other choice but trust. It would seem that you become an offering to the moment. You surrender yourself to the moment and what it needs from you. And in becoming an offering, there is a deep, deep, deep sense of collaboration and communion with something larger, not understandable, not graspable, not knowable. But if you can sense it for a second, there is absolute peace in that surrender, in that collaboration, in that renunciation. I was reflecting on the name of your podcast, Under the Noise. And that seems to take me to exactly what we're talking about. So the noise of the form, the noise of the busyness, the noise of the to-do, the noise of the whatever we have bought into, and the possibility of discovering what there is, what is left when you renounce all that. Somehow it feels as if all this stripping, all this shedding is creating a void that will be filled with something. Or not, who knows? Doesn't matter. I um, I love reading Baron Katie. 
Wynn always gets on me because I'm constantly quoting her, but um, or misquoting her, I should say. It's probably more accurate, but she talks so much about, I mean, she talks a lot about death and how it's very similar to what you said, how reality is always better. But when I'm in the middle of, like you say, like a loss or something, it's hard for me to see that the reality is better somehow. Mm. Most of the time for me, I'm not able to do what you're doing and and live into that question of what life needs from you in that moment. It usually comes later for me. Sometimes much later. But I love listening to you and reading her and knowing that that that's possible. Thank you for that. You know, uh, a very good friend of mine told me, I don't know, 30 years ago, <laughs> that if you really had an adventure, when you know, when you go for a trip or something, if, if you really traveled, you must have lost yeah. In order to have trouble. So mm-hmm. when he would always ask me, what did you lose when I'd come back? And I, it always stayed with me. And I always ask my kids, you know, what, what did you lose when they come back from, from a trip? And um, it's, it's really interesting, the things that come up. Because, you know, you can, of course, lose, I don't know, your jacket or your sunglasses. <laughs> but when you go to a deeper level, you lose fear and you lose insecurity and you lose um, ideas that you had about people or other parts of the world or yourself. Or And it's so beautiful to to become aware of what you've lost and how that has opened you up, how that has made room for possibility. And uh, there is uh, another spiritual teacher, Mark Nepo, that talks a lot about the wisdom of the broken open heart. And uh, he, he talks about how the heart breaks open Life will break your heart, as the Sufis say. But he talks about how life will break your heart open just so that it can hold more love in. And then it will break it open again, and then it will break it open again. But in in every tradition, you can find words of solace and hope in that breaking open of the heart. And it is by breaking open of the heart that wisdom takes a hold of us and can speak through us and can manifest in us and so it's um it's a bittersweet moment of realization you know like yes we need to have our hearts broken open by love but 
that expansion allows us then to grow into our new full size. And then we inhabit that space. And then it needs to be broken open again so that we can grow into it and, and expand and, and take possession of that space. And it makes us more wise, more human, more humble, more present, less cocky, less <laughs> proud. And loss breaks your heart open. What did you lose? I can, I could do a long list of everything that I have lost this year, having lost my dad, my business, my business partner, it's a long list. And, uh, but what, what has that opened up for me? What has that made possible for me? How has that allowed me to grow and inhabit the world and myself in new, more authentic ways, more truthful ways? That is the real question. And so gratitude, just gratitude. It's like life is always waiting there to fill the space. Yeah. It's like it needs to bring the form into being so that we become enamored by it. And then it needs to take the form away so that our attention is called back to the essential, which will never be in the form. Vic and Bettinger, one of our previous guests, loved to talk about the 4%. Is in the universe, 4% makes up what we can kind of interpret with our senses, our five senses and everything else. There's like 96% everything else we can't see or touch or hear. Yeah. We have a pretty poor headset, don't we? <laughs> and yet, at the same time, the possibility to feel beyond the senses, just feel. So we can describe the senses, yes, sight, smell. But, but what is the sense of feeling? What, what do we feel with? And it, it's unanswerable. What do we feel with? And that kind of seems to make up for the other 96%. <laughs> and, and yet we dismiss it so easily, so often. And there is so much information in there, valuable information, wise information. So yeah, we, we don't know, but there's something in us that can feel it. It is not decodable by the rational mind, but it is decodable by our hearts, by our souls, by our feeling. And yet we insist on trusting our senses more. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> right? 
oh my God, everything that we know at a deeper level, we know by this feeling, by that, that other sense, everything we are intuitively drawn to, everything that we could call guidance in us. I love the fact that, this is going to sound weird, but anyway, I love the fact that we are not free in what we want. What's that about? We are not free in what we're drawn to, what sparks our curiosity, our passion, our desire. What is that? You know, that silence that my father left behind? I hear people all around me talking about him. Oh, your father, this, 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 that. Oh, your father. Good things, bad things, horrible things. <laughs> and it's so interesting to see. Oh, you, 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 are, you stayed in the story. And, this, and you're stuck there because the story still seems real to you. And it seems like with this silence, I have gone beyond every story of my father I have ever heard from anyone or I have ever told myself. And there is just him without a story. And that keeps growing also somehow. I cannot know that through any senses, you see? I cannot let go through any senses. I cannot open up possibility through any of the five senses. I cannot know, know the truth about anything, the essence of anything. And so you have to go deeper under the noise. Yes, the noise of the senses and the noise of the mind and just Give that up. Give that shit up. <laughs> what, uh, what does your father feel like right now? It feels like a smile. He feels like a smile. I, I honestly have not been able to go beyond that. <laughs> he feels like a smile. I wish I could convey it to you what that means. And I guess we could play with words, you know, like uh, recognition, acceptance, joy, uh, all rightness, everything is all right, um, companionship, presence, uh, possibility of trust, acceptance, love, um, cheering on, support. Uh, I don't know, but it feels like all that at the same time. But when when I see that, when I feel that, I realize that that is that is what life feels like. It feels like all of that beyond my story of it. A few weeks ago, I was out in the fields walking with my dogs, and I was having a really dark moment, you know, of hopelessness. And um, I don't know if you've heard this song that says, <laughs> 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 
say something, I'm giving up on you. You've heard that song? Okay. So sad. Were you listening to that song? <laughs> no, I was not listening oh, to it. Okay. <laughs> in a really dark moment, and I was out in the fields. And so the, 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 the concept, the sense of say something, I'm giving up on you came to mind. And it was as if my whole being was saying that to life. You know, like say something, I'm giving up on you. And what followed that was sort of silence. But in that silence, as hopeless as it could have felt after asking, please say something, I'm giving up. <laughs> in that silence, I suddenly started looking around me and, and I saw that life was answering with trees and birds flying and rivers flowing somewhere, even though I could not see them and waterfalls and oceans and and snowstorms and life is is saying something all the time it is smiling all the time it is screaming all the time it is inviting all the time it is scolding all the time it is it is it is just being all the time and 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 we miss it because we're busy with the noise and in that something that life is saying, there is only truth waiting for us to grow quiet enough to hear it. And as soon as we do, we hear it, we see it, we feel it, we taste it, we witness it. I have so much gratitude for how patient it is right i mean come on <laughs> it has been waiting for eons <laughs> and it just keeps repeating it just keeps smiling people ask me about healing healing after so much loss <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I don't even know what healing means anymore. Like seeing the seeing through the illusion of grief is that what healing means seeing through the illusion of suffering seeing truth then is that what healing means? And somehow in, in that healing, there seems to be a peace on surrendering, giving it up, give up the illusion. Nothing will force you, nothing will, you know, take it from you by force. You have to give it up. It's a voluntary I was going to say conscious, but that's not even true. Sometimes unconscious act. And hence the offering. I remember my grandmother telling me when I was little, you're suffering, offer your suffering to God. And I was like, oh my God, what is he going to do with it? She's like, what the hell does that mean? Offer your suffering to God? <laughs> oh man. 
And now it has completely turned around and it's like, oh, give it up. Give it up in exchange for truth. There's so much peace in that. In a way that I don't yet know and may never know. I needed to hear that today. I needed to go to that place that you were pointing to and get very quiet on the inside. And I'm just struck by how quiet I went and still listened and how close to being asleep I was and knowing how beautiful that is in a way that will play out and my wishes for everyone listening. So for you listening, if you went to that place, that something beautiful will unfold from whatever you've not yet seen from it. And if you didn't, this might be one to listen again to. Again, making sure that you're not operating heavy machinery or driving a car or doing anything that might send you into a meditative state or to sleep. And knowing that there was what Marina was sharing then was something that I'm really glad my intellect didn't try and grasp because it's not equipped to do so. Not equipped to do so. And before um, Kate pressed recording today, we were musing about what what Marina might share. And if I can just say that you said something, I don't really know what I'm going to say because there aren't really words for this. And to me, the feeling that I got from listening to you is again one of the it's in that 96 percent that isn't fathom and fathom can't be known <laughs> i'm going to try and figure out what that word is i was trying to say later but i'm going to forget it for now so i want to thank you and say it again unfathomable yeah that's it yeah um, i'm not gonna try i'm not gonna try <laughs> It's always a joy, Marina, to listen to you, and I've had the pleasure of knowing you for a long time. Like pushing 12 years now, right? In various different places around the world. <laughs> In various different... Um, so many circumstances. Yeah, exactly. So many circumstances. Yeah. And here's another one that I will know I'll never forget. Thank you. Been a good companion win. Thank yeah. You. Travelers in this adventure of what else is there to be lost? What else is there to be lost? What a beautiful question. What if what if when we die that's the question we get? So what did you lose? <laughs> in excitement, like what did you lose? We're like, what? What do you mean? I thought it was about getting <laughs> Muchas gracias. Thank you, guys. It has been an absolute pleasure. It's such a such an opportunity to have a space in which to try to bring words, because it allows you to go deeper as well. Thank you. Love you. You've been listening 
to this week's episode of Under the Noise with Kate Roberts and me, Wynne Morgan, and our very special guest this week, Marina Galan. Thank you very much, Marina. Thanks to you for listening. And if you want to get in touch with Marina, the details are wherever you found this podcast, whether you're on video or on the audio version of any platform that you found us on. And um, we'd love to hear any comments or questions that you have based upon this. And I know that we'll certainly, as we always do, come back um, and respond to you as as we always do in a future episode. So once again, thanks very much. Have a great week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.